Welcome to the CFAA, Canadian Fire Alarm Association's Technicians Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Renault, Western Canadian Regional Sales Manager for Honeywell Notifier. I'm a National Director for the CFAA, and I'm the Chair of the CFAA's Marketing Committee. All opinions expressed by the host and guest are solely theirs and not necessarily the positions of the respective companies. All right, welcome to the show. I have today with us uh, Brett Roach. Brett is from BR Design. He is based in Regina, Saskatchewan. And they offer uh, electrical and life safety design services with specialty in fire alarm systems. They also do uh, S1001 integrated systems testing. In addition to specializing in life safety, uh, they also offer general electrical design in the residential and commercial industries, including national energy code for building lighting designs and controls, emergency and exit lighting, power distribution, and data communications. So welcome, Brett. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you um, for having me. You want to just tell us a little bit about your own personal experience and where you come from? Yeah. Um, so I entered the life safety industry in 2009. Uh, I got a job at uh, Alsace Fire, which is probably more known across Canada as Vipond. Um, I worked there for uh, close to 13 years. And uh, in 2021, I went off on my own, um, start BR Design. You know, I realized that I had a passion for design over field work and uh, I haven't looked back uh, since. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Now it's good to have uh, people with experience directly as a tech. Yeah, you know, doing design. It's good. So today we're going to go over uh, the topic of the code adoptions. So we have the, the 2020 National Building Code. Of course, it's been out for a few years. Right. But as these things go, we, we're not actually seeing it uh, in reality out in every province right away. So now we have uh, a bit of an impetus on, on the provinces getting harmonized. Um, so what standards, what ULC standards are changing with the adoption of 2020 building code? Yeah, yeah, so I can talk on a, a couple of them at least. Um, it's still a topic that is is near and dear to my heart, even though I'm not a fire alarm tech, is, is you know, standards that are directly related, related to techs and, you know, how this, this revision cycle is going to, you know, affect the boots on the ground people, right? And, mm -hmm. um, you know, if you look at... Um, there's not a lot of uh, substantial changes, I would say, in 537 um, compared to 536. You know, the inspectors, they're really going to get a wake-up call and we start talking about things like differential pressure testing on each and every detector, right? And, you know, we can talk about it more later, but uh, that even becomes more complicated when we introduce smoke dampers, right? And, right. you know, you have, like you were saying in our seminar yesterday, you know, instead of having three duct detectors, now you have 150 or maybe 200, right? And so how do you allow, you know, not even as a technician, but as the office, how do you, how do you allow enough time for those guys to do that properly, right? Right, it's going to add up. Yeah, because, you know, not only do we need to give them extra time to do it, but we need to give them extra time at the beginning to figure it out, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's, that's where we really need to be um, cognizant of, of the effects on the technicians. So with the 2020 building code, so we have 536, and we have a lot of different aspects in 536 that, that are going to change. Right. So we talked just quickly about the smoke dampers, and yes, that's going to be one of the issues, but we also have many other parts of the fire alarm system that they're going to hit annually. Yeah. What, so what are some of the other key highlights? We don't have to go you know, through every little bit of it. Yeah. What are some of the key highlights, you think, for the fire alarm techs that they have to watch out for? Right. Um, battery testing, right, is changing. Uh, you're no longer allowed to use those load meters that uh, 
that, that I grew up on. <laughs> right. Um, so the technicians, I mean, they're going to have to adapt, uh, adopt a new safe work practice for, you know, how to do those uh, accelerated load tests and things like that. Um, and then I've also heard through some of the CFA uh, seminars I've attended over the last year, but um, they're changing the verbiage, and uh, I'm not going to proclaim to be an expert in this exact, but they're changing this, the verbiage towards how you test isolators. And from my understanding is, that, you know, those companies that maybe aren't fully testing them on an annual, it's going to kind of force them to do that or really check a no box, right, that could get them in trouble. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's that, that's true. And that's that's adding up more and more. And hopefully our inspection salespeople are also getting educated on this yeah. um, as we go along, because that's going to affect the <laughs> the whole time that a tech has on site. Right. 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 Okay, so we have 536. So now we've talked about the smoke dampers. We talked a little bit about battery testing. What else? And, and isolators. Yeah. Um, what else are you seeing in 536 then that, that could possibly be changing in their work? Well, I think uh, one of the big things that has been on everybody's mind and has had everybody's attention for a couple of years now is the talk of moving the report from the appendix to the body, right? And, mm -hmm. and what that means. And again, it's similar to, you know, maybe those people that aren't testing isolators, for example, correctly. And I'll say that is, you know, I did a lot of inspections and, you know, I didn't test every isolator correctly either. So I don't say that from a place of judgment. Right. But um, now that everybody's going to follow that same report, you have to check the same boxes. You're not allowed to omit anything, right? It's really going to level that playing field um, for service companies, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, hopefully that does. Hopefully everybody's yeah going to follow the same course, and 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 this at least helps our enforcement people. <laughs> if Standardize they're, what they're looking at too, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. As long as they're looking. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I mean, that's a whole other battle on its right. own. Right. Yeah. So. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, um, when will the 2020 National Building Code get adopted? Let's start with Saskatchewan. Yeah. For a long time, uh, I was under the impression, uh, and a lot of people were, I think, that it was going to be January 1st. Um, we've of had 2023, of, just to make sure. Or 2024. Of 2024, just yeah. Just sure sorry. Yeah. And if, it's supposed to be in about three weeks from now. Um, huh. Now, there, there have been, whatever, some, uh, you know, holdups in uh, legislature or whatever, and it sounds like it's uh, pushed back about another six months or into the spring now. So um, it sounds like most provinces are in the same boat. It's kind of a, a moving target. So... The only thing I could say is just, you know, keep in communication with your AHJs, see what they're saying. And um, usually another good sign for people in the industry is AHJs and building standards departments. They'll start to put out training seminars on those on those codes, right? They will kind of tip you off that, okay, we're, we're getting close. Right. And uh, I haven't seen any of those yet, so I think we still have a bit of time. I think we do, yeah. And, and stay tuned on the CFA Journal and, and the CFA website. I'm sure we'll put out something on that side also when we get to that point, when we have definite information yeah. um, and we can update there's a, a large spreadsheet that's on the cfa site with all the, the standards and where every province is at but it's a little bit out of date now so i'm hoping that once this gets decided yeah we'll be able to update that document and share that around so right. everybody's on the same page yeah um okay so then after adoption and now we've got all this newest edition latest and greatest but what about our old buildings how long can you work on a building, um, say just for 536 for now. Yeah. How long can you work on that building while we have an, 
you know, a new code, but we have older buildings. Right. Well, okay, correct me if I'm, I'm wrong. And uh, I can, st- uh, as you know, as a system designer, I more often wear the lens of uh, looking at building from a new, like we're building this brand new building and we need to do all this to meet the, the standards. But I believe, you know, for 536, I mean, that's implemented by the fire code, right? So would you not be required to immediately follow that as soon as it's enforced, like for inspections? Yeah. Um, so the 536 portion of it, when you're when you're doing those reports, I mean, you're going to have to do those now. Whether you're going to have some NA in there, possibly right. that's not applicable because of you know the the system that you're working on just never had to adhere to certain regulations before then. Yeah, that will be a whole part of this, and definitely those comments um, putting in the proper. Um, I got to remember now remarks or comments <laughs> i'm gonna have to fact check myself later on that because that's something that's also changing in 536 right is, is the definition how of those definition of remarks and comments uh we'll have to come back to that part sure. so um but you're gonna have to make sure at least that you're documenting well that okay this building was you know it's it's older yeah I, I was not able to test this and this or not under the requirements of the newest standard yeah and I think that's the part that the tech's going to have to do is really communicate that. It's not just checking a bunch of boxes. We have to make sure we're putting in the information. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And, you know, I, I think to, in some regard that that speaks to every inspection that you do, right? Like, to me, you have you have two pieces there of 530, Sarah, of your inspection, I guess. You have your mandatory report that you're going to have to follow, right? Like you said, whether you check NA because those functions aren't there or what. But then you also need to pull your second set of glasses out and look at the building from when it was built, right? Is you're still you're there to evaluate it based on that while using new forms, right? So it is kind of confusing, but I think you make a good point. Is there are going to be situations where there's going to be NAs, right? Because something doesn't apply. But that's the whole point of moving that that standard from the appendix to the body is everybody's checking the same boxes and it's you know even if it's NA, at least we're leveling playing field, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it, you know, an NA on its own without any explanation is probably not great. Um, For sure. And I think our AHJs, the, the ones who are, are checking through this stuff, are going to wonder about those, I would think. Yeah. Or, or an end user or a building owner if they're savvy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I would just say, uh, you know, it's one thing to check an NA box, but I mean, you need to follow it up with like a remark or a recommendation, you know, like you mentioned, right? Like you can't just check the box and move on. Like you need yeah. to... Put an explanation there, right? And I would also comment that um, watch your shoulds versus your shalls yeah. when you're doing those comments. Um, you know, shall is a powerful word to use in our industry, and we only want to use that when we really know yeah. that we can back that up with code and that they really are in an infraction. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay, so that's talking about the adoption and, and what we have for, let's quote-unquote, grandfathered buildings. Yeah. Um, where... If we have all these new standards and codes, where can we access, let's start with the ULC standards themselves. Where can a tech find them quickly yeah. on site? It can be accessed uh, from the UL uh, shop website. I think if you go to ULC, it redirects you to UL. Um, but you sign up for a free account at the UL store. Um, and it's kind of confusing. You, you need to go to uh, view and purchase standards. Um, but then once you find the standard, uh, 
if you scroll down a little ways, there's an option to read it in English or French or view it, sorry, uh, for free online. Right. So I'll try and put links uh, in the show notes on this so that people yeah. have that easily accessible. Yeah. Um, I'm always surprised that there's a lot of people who don't know. And uh, okay, you know, that's fine. But I think we're getting to the point here, these tools are available. And, yep. and we should be able to get on these pretty quick. Yeah, for sure. And they're free. They're, they're free. free, yeah. yeah. It's a little bit tough to maybe read from the phone sometimes, but, I mean, you can at least get a little screenshot in a pinch kind of thing, right, if, if you're in a dispute with someone on site or you're not sure what to do, right? So Right, yeah. yeah. And even, you know, a little bit of Googling pretty much. Um, I know I've done it before, and if you just put in, you know, what you're looking for and the ULC standard, a lot of times you'll find stuff that way too. Yeah, So yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's for ULC. Now, what about the National Building Code, getting the latest one of those? Yeah, so all the national models are available through, uh, through NRC. Um, I think it's NRC's virtual store. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, uh, it used to be you had to pay for those, and then about five or six years ago, they made them free. They were kind of a pain to get. You had to sign up for an account, and you ended up signing for, for about three accounts. But the last time I went on to find the link for a technician... I actually found just by Googling, I think I typed in the uh, NFC, National Fire Code, and I just got a link right to the right to the document. I didn't have to sign up for an account or anything. Um, I was able to download it and share it to him, um, which is perfect. I mean, that's the, that's the way it should be. And um, so all those national models are available uh, through NRC and, you know, just through, through Google. Right, yeah, yeah. Just Googling 2020 National Building Code, you'll find it too. Yeah. Um, I'll put a link again in the show notes, though, of where they are. Make it super easy for yeah. somebody. Um, but once again, yeah, just Googling it, and you should be able to find it pretty fast. Um, and then you have it with you. you yeah. Know, and then you can save that as a file on your phone, or you can you for know, sure. save it on your computer, either way. Yeah. yeah. I use, uh, you know, OneDrive or Google Docs, right? So then you have it on your phone, or your, right? You have it everywhere you sure. go, kind of thing. Yeah. So. Okay, that's great. Well, um, at this point, I think we'll, we'll, we'll stop it there. And we've gone over just an overview of the codes. Of course, there's way deeper that we can go on For these. Sure. And maybe in future episodes, we'll, we'll dig into individual portions. I think we want to talk about, you know, battery calculations at some point. Um, and whether it's Brett that does that for us or we have another guest um, talking about that. We have some, you know, people who are starting to use and or have been using this new quote-unquote system yeah. of testing batteries. Um, and it would be good to clarify all that and I think go through a, you know, step-by-step on that. We might work on that for the future, but, but thanks a lot for being with us today, Brett. Definitely. And, uh, once again, where can we reach Brett Roach online to be able to see his company? Yeah. Um, I'm available online at brdesignsass.ca. We'll put the link in the notes. Yeah. 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 But that's great. Okay. Thanks a lot, Brett. Thanks. All right. Well, I'd like to thank Brett for being on the podcast. Thanks a lot, Brett. We were able to get together while I was in Regina in December 2023. If you would like to reach out, if you have any feedback for us, you can reach us at marketing at cfaa.ca. That's marketing at cfaa.ca. We'll see you next time. Thanks a lot.